Well, hey friends, here we are right in the middle of the holiday season, and I'm bringing you a special interview. This is like none I've done before. I'm interviewing PK Kersey of That Suits You. Everything PK Kersey has built around his nonprofit is about giving to others to help them succeed. So in honor of the holidays, we've got this fantastic interview about what he does, how he got started, why he got started, and what you can do if you would like to help. So stay with me, and here we go with PK Kersey. You're listening to Living a Limitless Life. I'm your host, Sharon Hughes, and on this show, we cover mastering your mindset, growing your faith, and becoming the leader you want to be. Every week, I bring you a candid conversation with world-class thought leaders, change makers, and hope dealers. They work in every arena, from the boardroom, to politics, to churches and synagogues. This show is where you need to be to get where you want to go. All right, friends, I'm really glad you're here. Come on, let's do this. Dale Carnegie of Orange County is proud to sponsor Living a Limitless Life. Dale Carnegie is a global training company focused on leadership presentation, team engagement, customer service, and sales. We help people take command of their work in order to change their lives. Joining me on the show today is PK Kersey the founder of That Suits You. He is on a mission to make sure that men are equipped with the attire they need to succeed. Welcome to the show, PK. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm excited being here. Appreciate it. So PK, you are all about making sure that men have suits that they need so that they're equipped for success. I want you to share with the listeners just the whole backstory of how this came to you, how you saw that need, and why it's so important to be dressed for success. So I'm just going to hand it over to you. Thank you. Thank you once again. Um, yeah, well, the story of that suits you. I basically, I'm a Brooklyn boy. I grew up in Brooklyn, and I worked for, my mother actually worked for Verizon for 25 years, and she retired. My father worked for New York City Transit for about 20 years, and he retired. So they basically taught me, my brother and my sister, uh, the importance of work, going to work, getting a job. So in turn, I started, I worked for Department Motor Vehicle for 24 years. During that time, I was responsible for a lot of hiring. And one thing I noticed was a lot of guys would come in and they weren't dressed properly. Uh, DMV is about 75% female, 25% male. And one of the reasons that is is because a lot of the guys were coming to interviews and they really weren't dressed properly for the interview. Mm -hmm. So I started to think, you know, wow, that's pretty bad. Only reason, one of the main reasons they're not being hired is because they're not dressed properly. So um, I started thinking, what can I do to assist in this situation? So me and my brother, we got together and we spoke and we, we said, well, maybe we give suits to these individuals. It might help them to get jobs that they need and it may, it may help their confidence. Maybe they'll feel better and they'll look better and they'll, it'll help them get the jobs. And what we started seeing was it, it had a definite effect. When they dressed better, they felt better and they looked better and they started getting hired. So that was uh, something, wow, this is something that can really help a lot of people get back on their feet. So we really started, that's when we founded the nonprofit That Suits You. 
individuals. We started uh, working with programs in Brooklyn and the city and just really trying to help as many people as we can who are in that situation. Wow. So how long ago was that that you saw that happening and started your nonprofit? Um, I really started seeing this. I've worked with DMV 24 years. So like the 22nd year, 23rd year, I started thinking like something I could do. So we actually started in 2013 and we founded That Suits You and we've made connections. We got uh, registered with the city, the state, the federal government. We got our 5013C and we really started making headway back then. So we're, we've been around about six years right now. That's amazing. And it's so needed. But you know what? Yeah. Go go into kind of more of how does that affect a person when they don't have something nice to wear to go for an interview? Like, t- talk to us about that transition that you see people go through when before they have that suit and then once they have that suit. I can use even myself as an example. Uh, when I first was going for the interview for DMV, uh, when I first started, I wasn't even going to go because I didn't have anything to wear. And a pastor, a friend of mine, uh, David Sparks, he said, you know what, I'm going to buy you a suit. So he went and he bought me a suit for the interview. And that just changed my whole feeling. You know, when I put the suit, the feeling of having someone measure me and uh, try on different suits and put on some shoes. You know, I was wearing a lot of sneakers or I was wearing you know, I grew up in the club era, so I was wearing the big shoes and different clothing that wasn't really work appropriate. So uh, just putting on a suit for the first time and really getting that experience and feeling confident and walking into that interview feeling like, wow, I can do this. I looked the part. Now I can do the part. It really changed my whole uh, perspective on life. And now that same feeling, I like try to bottle it and go about and give it to those individuals who we now encounter, who we uh, measure them. We show them how to tie ties. We give them uh, suits and uh, shirts and shoes. And to see that same feeling that I felt uh, over 20-something years ago is really amazing. No, I think you just hit on something that's so important is a lot of times people know, hey, I can can do this. Like I have the skill set and the personality and I know I have the drive, but they don't look the part and let's face it we live in a world that's kind of like looks at people and sizes them up you know the old adage don't judge a book by its cover but that's that's not the way that people are wired and it it does really affect people if they know that they don't look the part so i just love what you're doing talk to us about the 7-eleven rule Ah, oh, so you've been uh, checking me out. I've been checking you out. The <laughs> uh, 7-Eleven rule is something that we teach in all of our workshops. We do workshops called Choices Workshops. It stands for Change, Habits, Options, Image, Communication, Effort, Equal Success. And the 7-Eleven rule basically is within the first seven seconds of meeting someone, we form 11 judgments about them. Now, like you just said a few minutes ago, uh, you know, we all he- heard the term, don't judge a book by its cover. But we all judge a book by its cover. I mean, it's just human nature. We judge books by its cover. And uh, and that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. So the 7-Eleven rule, we basically tell people that this is something that is real. There's an ideal and there's reality. The ideal, it really shouldn't matter what somebody wears to the interview. But in reality, it tremendously does matter. So you want to use that 7-Eleven rule to your benefit. You want to use that 7-Eleven rule. 
so that it works for you. The same way people get convicted of crimes, whenever they go to court, they dress up in suits. They dress up to look the best. Why? They want to impress the jury, the judge, the lawyers, everybody watching. They want to use that 7-Eleven rule to their benefit. Well, the same thing with any situation. You want to use this rule to your benefit, so why not let your image speak first? Wow. Yeah, that's so good. Okay. You just gave the acronym for choices. Say that one more time and unpack that a little bit more for us. Yeah. So life is really choice driven. So we developed these workshops based on choices and we broke it down for change, habits, options, image, communication, and effort equals success. So if you break those down, the first thing you really have to do is get your mindset as you really, you're going to have to change behavior if you want something different. You know, we've all heard the term, if you want something different, you got to do something different. So you really have to have your mindset set to change. Change is the only really constant in life. And what are you changing? Your habits. Life sometimes can be limited by the habits that we have. Habits can be sometimes easily getting into, but hard to get out of. So you have to think about what are my habits? And habits are not only bad. What are good habits? You know, you get up early, you read, you exercise, you eat right, you do these right. Those are great habits. Uh, Then we have options or opportunity. And people, you know, we've heard the term that opportunity comes knocking. And that's something that I really don't believe that opportunity comes knocking because I believe that opportunity is all around us. It just depends on what we see that's going to that affects whether or not we think this is an opportunity for us. Sometimes we, our, our thinking is so limited that we don't even see this as a possible opportunity for us. But there are millions of opportunities around us. We just have to put set our mind to say, oh, this is an opportunity for me to change my life. Then we have image, which is something, image is something we always talk about. This is why we talk about the suits and ties, because we want our image to speak for us. We want our image to be, I always say, you never want to make a good first impression. You want to make an outstanding first impression. A lot of that depends on how your image is. Then we have uh, C for communication, which where a lot of people don't really advance because of their communication skills. A lot of people have poor communication skills. A lot of people don't like speaking before an audience or speaking in, uh, before a crowd. So if you can maximize or if you can develop your communication where that's one of your stronger points, then you've elevated yourself above other people. Uh, then you have E, which is for effort, which nothing is going to work without effort. If you don't have the effort that goes behind what you want to do, if you don't put the effort behind the things that you want to accomplish, then all this other stuff we're talking about change is not going to manifest. And lastly, put all those together and then you will have a success on a certain level. And that's just, this is what we push for. Oh, that's awesome. So how, how's the response to the workshops that you're running? I would think that you would have a line of people waiting to get into that. Well, the workshops have been going really good. I mean, actually, we've actually started in schools and the schools, we go into high schools and middle schools and we, we teach this early to them so that they can get a good, a good grasp of it. But now we've also put our workshops, we're in libraries, uh, Queens, a big Queens library every Every other Wednesday, we go into the library, we do a free workshop for the community, we give out suits and ties. And now we're also partnering within New York City to work going to different homeless shelters where we can go in and teach some guys who may be down on their luck or some guys who just may not had a bad experience and try to help them to get back on their feet. I mean, whether we like to admit it or not, we all need assistance at some point in life. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to admit it, but it's true. Nobody becomes a success without someone helping them to arrive there. 
Yeah. And, and I agree with you. Sometimes just having a nice suit and tie or a pair of shoes to polish off your look, sometimes that that bit of money is out of reach because a lot right. of suits are, are expensive. This is right. such a beautiful thing that you're doing. Thank you. So, I, I'm just thrilled about it. PK, um, you're a man of faith. How, how did this play into your faith and you modeling to other men the leadership that you clearly have? Um, well, I believe that my personality, the way I'm wired, God has made me to be able to or have a desire to want to help other people. Um, it's just something that is inside of me. That's the way he made me. That's the way I'm wired. And if, for me to act opposite of that would, mean, would be for me to act opposite of who God made me to be. So being this, this is what I'm doing. I think it's just an extension of who I am. When I worked at DMV, I tried to help as many people as possible. Uh, if I'm in church, I try to help and many people by assisting them as, as, as much as I can. Well, I believe that this is my actual purpose because of how he made me to be. And I'm just acting, I'm a vessel uh, being used by him the way he made me to be. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful that I am the way I am. You know, I'm this way for a reason. And I just thank God that he's using me to be able to help and assist as many people as I can. Yeah, yeah. And you've had quite a bit of success getting your message out there. You've been on the Steve Harvey show. You've been featured in Essence, Black Enterprise, News One, and ABC. Are, are you starting to see, I know you're in New York, but are you starting to see people in other states um, reaching out to you of wanting to bring your program more into other areas? Yeah, we've actually had uh, partnerships and uh, closer right now, like New Jersey, Philadelphia, Maryland, but we've also had people reach out to us from Atlanta and from uh, just recently from North Carolina. A gentleman, he he was on the, he was in the internet. He was giving out his resume on uh, on a highway, and I saw his story on on TV. So I reached out to him, and we and when I reached out to him, the network of people who I work with or who I know, they poured in gifts along with suits and ties, and we put a nice package together and we sent it to him and to help him on that journey. I mean, that's like I said, goes back to what you said. That's the way I'm wired. I try to help as many people as I possibly can. And especially when God directs me to a, a specific case like that, we were able to be a blessing to him. Yeah, that was actually an amazing piece. I saw that clip and I think that's how I found you. Is, oh, um, right, right. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I saw that and I was like, look at what this guy is doing. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, being that I live outside of LA, we see a lot of people, you know, standing on the corner and what have you with a sign or, you know, doing something to, you know, maybe it's just to make a few bucks or it's maybe they're trying to completely change their life. Like this man was trying to change his life. He had a clear agenda and the resume. Mm -hmm. And, I think because we see so many people standing on corners, we're right. used to passing a little judgment or turning a blind eye right. when we could actually take a, even a small action and be changing the life for that individual. Like what you did, what you partnered with other people to change that man's life. Like it, it brought me to tears, honestly. Mm, wow, that's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> well, thank you. And I think that you are just such a leader in doing what you are naturally wired to do. 
and you're showing other people, you can do a small act and you can completely change the trajectory of someone's life in a way that you don't even imagine. Because I wonder where that guy is now. Like he's, he's probably got a job. That's been, that's been a little while since that video came out. Yeah, it's been about a month, month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any follow-up with him? Uh, actually, we have reached out to some other people wanting to donate some more things, but we haven't been able to contact him again. But we are we're trying to stay in touch with him because I, I definitely want to see the end result of what happened. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're sowing seeds. You're sowing seeds, and there's definitely going to be a harvest for that. It's beautiful. Right. I receive that. Yes, and right now you have a campaign going on before the end of the year. Tell us yeah. about that campaign because I read it and anybody can do this. So my listeners, you got to pony up. So listen up here. <laughs> right. We're doing an end of the year campaign. This is uh, the last one actually of this uh, 2019, obviously. It's called uh, That Suits Two, And anyone can donate uh, as little as $2. We're trying to get, get 20,000 people to donate $2, at least $2 to us by the end of, before the end of the year. And that would definitely help us to continue to do the work that we do, the quiet and suits, the, the marketing, everything, the, the operations, the run. And so we're, at, we're putting it on our social media. We're running it, uh, obviously, to the end of the year. It's called That Suits Two. $2 from, at least $2 from uh, anyone that would like to donate. We're looking to get 20,000 people to make that donation. So that the link and everything so is on our website. And it's on our social media and it's all over. Ah, perfect. And I will have it linked below in the show notes as well. Uh, that's just so, so doable. I mean, you spend more at Starbucks than $2 to get a coffee. <laughs> give up one day's worth of Starbucks and you can do more than just the $2. You could do a couple of those, a right, couple right. of those for sure. Yeah, 20,000 people at two bucks. That's so easy. Come on, people. <laughs> let's go let's go i didn't know i was going to go into fundraising but here we go <laughs> so pkm when somebody reaches out to you and say say they're in california like i am and they say hey i i have some suits what what is the process like do you have them you know clean those things and then ship them to you or do they ship them and then you do the cleaning on your end how does that work uh, yeah, we, preferably we would like for them to be clean. Uh, makes it easier for us. Um, we we look for certain sizes. Uh, right now we're looking for sizes uh, 38 regular to 44 long. Those are the size frames that we try to work because we have a an abundance of uh, bigger size suits, but those suit, smaller suits because we're in a lot of schools and a lot of our population is a smaller or shorter. So 38 regular to 44 long would be perfect. And they can, uh, we ask that they reach out to us before they ship anything simply because we say suits and ties, but sometimes people send sweaters or they send jackets or they send slacks and we don't really accept separate. So it's just full suits, ties and accessories like brand new socks, belts, different things like that. Oh, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You don't want to have things show up that you can't use. Right. So, yeah. So you also, being that you're in the schools, so you're supplying some of these young men with suits for graduation and for interviewing yeah. for their first jobs as well. Yes. We work with the uh, juniors, seniors, and we provide them with suits and ties. But not, not only that, a lot of these young men are in sometimes tough situations. So we try to also reach out to their fathers as well and provide their fathers with the attire and the training and suits as well so that, you know, they may be in need as well. So we try to help the students as well as their parents. 
Oh, I love that. Okay. What else do you need besides that? That suits two campaign. What else do you need in addition um, to those sizes being donated? Yeah, we're always looking for ties and uh, different accessories, tie clips, uh, um, pocket squares, mm-hmm. uh, belts, those the things that go with the suit as well. Uh, we definitely always look for those. Sometimes people even donate, which we accept sometimes. Uh, if they're authors, sometimes they donate books that are geared toward men who are getting motivating, getting back. We've given away uh, other, uh, other authors' books to these certain classes that we've had because they were books that definitely were geared towards success and motivating people to get out of tough situations. So, yeah, we, those are the type of items that we look for. That is awesome. I just love it. Well, PK, I, I love to ask this question. So here we go. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? Um, I would give my 20-year-old self the advice that growing up, I was a really big follower. I really didn't demonstrate leadership qualities until later in life. Um, so I would tell myself, 20-year-old self, to be more of a leader, take more chances, uh, trust God more, uh, live, live. Life is about living. I've seen so many people pass away before their time. I see so many people live frustrated lives because they're in a place or a job or a situation that they don't want to be in. Live life, um, trust yourself, uh, take risks. Uh, life is exciting. Uh, I would tell myself those, those words. I love that. Such good advice. PK, such a pleasure to have you on. I love what you're doing. I'm going to have everything linked below in the show notes and open mic here for you anytime you'd like to come back oh thank you so much i appreciate that i've got a friend in la <laughs> you've got a friend in la come on out <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome well hey friends i just love the fact that starting off with an idea to do something good for someone could turn into something beyond his wildest dreams if you jump over into the show notes you can see i've got PK's contact information linked up for you, and as well as the book he authored, Suited for Success. So check it out. And hey, take that $2 challenge. Two bucks won't even get you in the front door at Starbucks. So before the end of the year, I'd love for you to make a donation to help bring his program to more young men and help change their futures. And if you can't do it before the new year, He's going to be here for a long time, so make sure you support this very worthy cause. So once again, friends, thank you so much for being here. And until next time, I wish you every good thing.